thanks for joining us for another episode of What's On Southern Ostrobotnia. I'm Mark Wiltshire. Hey, and I'm Glenn Murray. And in each episode, we highlight some of the interesting events and activities taking place across the region of Etelapochima in the coming month. There'll be lots of info, but don't worry. We've made all the notes and we've saved the links and you'll find them in a blog post on nordicexplorerproductions.com. Remember to press that subscribe button on YouTube, Spotify or whatever podcast player you're listening on. Also, keep your eyes open for our new YouTube Shorts videos where we give some advance notice on events that we have learned about after the uh, recording of this show. We also share some uh, clips of events that we actually attend. We found loads of events in June uh, to share today, haven't we, Mark? Yeah, that's right. Many of the bigger summer festivals are making their long-awaited return after COVID, um, and we'll mention those. But we're also going to highlight some of the smaller, more unusual events that we found. Glenn, why don't you tell us about the first event you found this uh, week? The first event I found is uh, the Kioskalio Bike Park is opening up out there in Lapa, sorry, Lapa Yarvi. Uh, Yalas Yarbi. Um, they're opening, it's a participation sport. It, the ski hill turns into a bike park during the summer. Um, it's on Lempi Laksontier, 61D in Yalas Yarbi. The opening day is going to be on the 4th, uh, 4th of June, which is quite early in the month of June. Um, they open on noon, 12 pm that day on the 4th. The park opens. Uh, there's, they have extended the season pass, lift pass uh, sale uh, until Sunday the 5th of the 6th. So Is that like, a, like an early bird offer or something? Yeah, yeah. it's, it's like, a, like if you pay for a season pass, it's usually 200. I think it's discounted, but they've extended that to the day after opening yeah. okay, for nice. people to get in and get their lift passes uh, so that you get the whole season worth you don't have to pay 20 euro every time you go there, mm. so it's quite nice. Um, so if you didn't get your lift passes in the sale that had previously come and gone, they've extended that to the day after the opening. Uh, season lift passes can be bought online or at the rental shop at the actual ski hill mm. slash bike park hill. Yeah, it's neat. it's neat how these ski hills kind of have yeah. found a way to be used in the summertime. And this downhill biking, you've talked about it before, it's becoming more of a thing. It is, yeah. Um, so the opening day will be Thursday. So opening days during this season will be Thursdays after work from five o'clock in the afternoon to eight o'clock at night. And both days on the weekend from noon till eight, uh, six, 6 p.m. Yeah. Uh, they have just gotten a bunch of new rental bikes in this season as well, the Canyons in all sizes, so if you haven't you know, given it a go yet, then go out there and give it a go. Uh, they've got you covered, so yeah. Many people have got like, I don't know, mountain bikes or cross-country mm. bikes, but downhill's a bit different, so this is somewhere they can try this, maybe yeah, if they haven't so got the bike before. Mountain biking is, a, downhill mountain biking or full suspension mountain biking is a little more expensive. The bikes are almost always over two thousand, two and a half thousand mm. euro to buy. So if you, even secondhand, they're around the two thousand mark. So if you can't afford that, there's definitely a rental option yeah. there. Yeah. And if you break something, then that's just 
that's just the way it goes. You, you didn't break your own bike. Mm. And I've had a lot of people ask me about like, hey, can I borrow your bike? And I'm like, yes, you could have, but I sold mine recently. <laughs> so now I've only got three bikes. Yeah. <laughs> Prices can be found on the web page, uh, but are decently price, priced. Uh, with the hill boasting four different track uh, tracks with from all abilities, from the black jump line, which is insanely steep and insanely big jumps, right down to the the pump track that's out the front that you can hone your skills on. That the pump track makes it the fifth track. Okay. Because there's a red through the forest and there's two blues down the so front. So they're kind of, of coloured like ski ski tracks. They are, ski, yeah. Ski they, they basically follow the, the ski okay. the ski type situation. Yeah. And the pump track is just this flat track out the front that you can build your skills yeah. uh, riding a bike. So prices for a season pass are 169 before the the fifth of the sixth. Sorry, the fifth of the sixth, yes, I got mm. it right. Mm-hmm. And two hundred and forty nine mm. after that day, that extended day. That's quite a good discount as well. If you're interested, then it is because, it's well worth like I said, early. like I said, I think twenty euro is for an hour on the lift. So if you go there every Thursday after work, and but, but most most weekends, then you'll easily get that hundred sixty nine yeah, sure. really quick. So the website is kioskalio.fi, and we will show other links to the Facebook page uh, in the blog. Yeah. And the video description, the podcast description. For sure. Yeah. I mentioned before about bigger festivals, but this is another smaller mm. festival that kind of caught my attention. It's a Pukko festival. Pukko is this very traditional type of knife that, that is very popular in Finland. And as well as this Pukko festerit, um, there's also a handcraft fair. And this is in Kauhova. This is a, uh, in the area around the factory of Isaki Jarvenpa. Yep. It's a really traditional factory. They still make knives in a quite traditional way up there. And they're beautiful, beautiful knives as well. This is taking place from the 24th until the 26th of June. Um, and in this event, they're going to have a knife throwing championship, <laughs> the Finnish knife throwing championship 2022. There's a knife poem competition, and there's also a fantasy knife photo competition. There's all kinds of stuff to, for, the, for the knife enthusiasts yeah. to uh, get involved in. And um, there's also horse and carriage rides, and I understand there, there will be stalls selling like handcrafted products, so other people that maybe make knives yeah. as, a, as a hobby but want to sell them, yep. um, and other hand, handcraft products yep. on sale. Um, event. <laughs> Entry to the event is free, because it's like a market, so you can wander around and look at the stalls. And yep. uh, um, Entry to the knife throwing competition is 10 euros for adults and five euros for children. They let children throw knives. Welcome to Finland, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Finland. Um, but it's, all, it's just worth a visit. The, 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 there's a shop also at the, uh, the Izaki Yarvinpa, so it's worth, um, it's worth getting up there and, and checking out the whole event over that weekend. You can find out more on the website pukkofestivalit.fi. Um, you can register for the knife throwing by email. It's kauhavanpukkofestivalit at gmail.com. We'll put those links in the, in the blog post. And if you want to learn a little bit more about these pukko knives, then I've got an episode of my Explore Finland radio show podcast called Tradition and Magic, the Finnish pukko knives. So I'll give you a little bit of 
background on those. So the next one that I found is the Kansain Valley Set Suri Markenat, which is basically the annual international food fair that's nice. held held yeah. on uh, Kirkonkatu in Seinejoki every every June. So the dates that that's going to be happening is from June the second to June the fifth, Thursday to Sunday. Uh, there'll be food stalls from all all over the world, uh, including some some years there's been a, an Australian barbecue there. We talked about this last year, I think, because we, we talked about me having had ostrich burger and kangaroo burger and things like that. So yeah, there's yeah. some interesting stuff there. Yeah, no, but we've got stuff from uh, Spain, Portugal, all, all over usually. And uh, we usually have uh, your kinsmen <laughs> show their faces there. They have the, the double-decker <laughs> London bus with the fudge and that they there. They do. So. I spent an absolute fortune on fudge oh, last year. So ridiculously. They, they, all it is is just sugar. But it's nice sugar. Oh. So just be careful when you're loading up your bags of fudge that, you know, you I give your kids a limit. I have one piece and I feel sick. So <laughs> it's that sweet. Yeah. Uh, this is becoming a, a regular event. Uh, even even during Corona, they they held it. They got it lucky was, last yeah. year. Kind of, it was it was Towards, fairly open, wasn't yeah, it? At that yeah, time? it was fairly open at that time. But also, it's outside, so you know they required you to wear masks and everything. Well, this year there's no restrictions at all, so Good. you'll be able to do whatever you want. But because it was outside, I think it was one of the ones that were. It's not a music festival where everyone's on top of each other. People yeah. are kind of in their own groups. But yeah. Not only is there food there, but there's specialty products. You get like uh, stuff from all over the world, such as soaps and home decor items. Mm. And but the the fair is generally based around food. Um, the opening hours on all days is 10, 10 a.m. till eight p.m. at night. Mm -hmm. The f entry into the area is obviously free. They're trying to draw you in. However, take some money because obviously the the stalls are not going to be free. Um, I would recommend that you take some cash just in case. Like these are, it's like a marginat. So although it's a very, uh, it's a very sophisticated food fair, mm. there might be some smaller stalls there off to the side that might not have a card machine. And, and also, I think I've had the situation where the machine just stopped working. I mean, yeah. They wanted to take cards, but they just yeah. couldn't. So. Or, or they don't. They they literally don't get a phone connection to mm. the card mm. reader. So. Yeah, take cash. Good yeah, point. take cash. Some cash, at least. Take take both. Uh, yeah. So the website is Europe Opa Europa Markenat Pista Fee, and the Facebook link will be in the blog post, the pod podcast description, and video description. Yeah. I mentioned at the start that a few of the larger events are making a comeback this year and we figured that you'll probably see these advertised so we didn't want to go into great detail but we did want to still mention them and the first one I'm going to mention is the Provincy Festival. It's a rock and pop festival. There's a lot more pop nowadays. So it used to be called mm. Provincy Rock. It's now just Provincy. Yeah. It's taking place in Dernabansari in Seinejoki. A lovely park area just outside the centre of Seinejoki from the Thursday the 30th of June until Saturday the 2nd of July and you'll find more information there on the website provinci.fi and then there's also the Quartene Games. Quartene is about half an hour drive from Seinejoki. This is an athletics event and it's held um, in a 
Athletics Arena near to the Olympic Training Centre out there in Courtenay. This is taking place on the 18th of June and you'll find more information at the website QuartenayGames.com. Yeah, so leading on with that, there are a few other big events that, that I'd like to mention today. Uh, I, as I come from Ilomayoki, the first one is going to be Ilomayoki Musiki Yuchla, which is the opera festival down by the picturesque riverfront in the amphitheatre along... Incredible location. Yeah, it is. It really is. It, down in, uh, on that riverfront of Kuronyoki in the centre of Ilomayoki. It's so beautiful, picturesque. Um, it's on the banks of the Kuronyoki River. It will be happening from the 9th to the 20th of June. 2022 and to find that information you go to www.musiciyula.fi now the other one that i'd like to mention today is is quite a popular one and it happens every year just like the one before mm. mentioned uh ones but we have the millionaire divoli which is divoli i believe is a fair like a like a child's Fair, like a traveling, kind of, traveling, traveling fairground fair, or yeah. something. Yeah. So it's like a free fairground for kids. Now, this is going to be held at Kulakalpa uh, in Keskinen, Turi, uh, between the 24th of the 6th and the 14th of the 8th. And you can find that at visit uh, www.visitalavos.fi. Yeah, so I think the idea, the idea with that is that, that the kids go ride for free, free while the parents while enjoy the, the shopping. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> It's a good, you know, right now Idea Park have a Divoli yeah. actually happening yeah. right now as well out where the Dusens Park end of uh, the car park. Okay. They have a Divoli down there as well. So they're, they're all getting into it now. So I will add links to all of those into the, yeah, into the show Yeah, of course. Uh, what's your next uh, featured event, Mark? Yeah, we've talked in, in previous episodes about different sporting seasons mm. starting and I, I thought I'd give a little shout out to our friends at Senioki Rugby yeah. Club because the Finnish rugby season starting. So this is obviously spectator sport. Um, rugby is a, a growing sport in yeah. Finland so there aren't, there aren't that many teams and just, there aren't just that many be, games in a season. Be, be wary that it's rugby union not rugby league so if you look it up and you see rugby league it's rugby union. Right yeah. Make sure you get the right rugby because they're, they're pretty different. They are, this is rugby union and, and Senioki Rugby have got their first home game on Saturday the 4th um, it's in, and, and they, they have like maybe just three or four more home games during the summer. Um, I've got uh, uh, details of all the different fixtures in the in the blog post and in the image for this episode, and it's in Linnanpuisto, which is the park along the the sort of Pajuloma River there in the upper area of Seinäjoki. It's mm -hmm. a little bit tucked away, but you know you'll you'll search Linnanpuisto on Google, as James told me, and you'll find it quite yeah. quite nicely. They're also always interested to hear from people that are keen on playing rugby so if you're from a rugby playing country reach yeah. out to them via their website or via, via yeah. facebook i had a go a few years back and uh because i'm australian we come from rugby league it's a bit harder and rougher i tried to tackle a guy that was bigger than me and he broke my ribs oh, right. yeah, so so like, you oh. come you play the bigger rougher game but yeah. you hurt yourself yeah well yeah because in rugby union the whole idea of the game is to submit run forward, submit, run forward, submit. Yeah. Whereas I come from rugby league where it's run forward and be dominant. And so that means run as aggressively and as, and as fast as you can 
and that usually means that the hits are much bigger. That's why there's it's a bigger there's a bigger difference between the two games. That's that's true. And and this game, uh, I know that they're they're keen to try and get more women playing and to start mm. a women's a women's side as well. Um, and I know a lot of their training is kind of touch rugby so yeah. they do the they do the drills they do the training my my stepson did some training with them a while ago and yep. a lot of the a lot of the games they play it's touch rugby yeah. and then obviously when they play in the league it's it's full it's full contact so yeah. you could you could check out their training sessions but, also on Tuesdays that, and Thursdays yeah, in exactly in but hockey. don't don't be don't be put off by like the only reason I hurt myself is because I've played for many years so I, that's why I was playing a bit more aggressively but they t- they'll teach you all the the skills in touch rugby. Now, touch touch football, as we call it in Australia, is basically all of the all of the tactics of rugby league or union. But there's no contact. Mm. It's just mm. touch. Like you touch them, and there's your tackle. That you'll learn all of how to play the game in in a safe setting like that, and then you'll be taught how to tackle properly, so you don't hurt yourself. Um, you, it doesn't cost anything to go and watch them. They're playing in a, in a public park area. I'm sure they'd be happy to have some people watching. You can find out more details at their website, saniokirugby.fi, um, and the fixture list is on, on their Facebook page. And again, it's another one where there's an Explore Finland episode called Finnish Rugby, Saniokir Rugby, Snow Rugby. So, yeah, feel free to check that out yeah. as well. Yeah, so my next... Uh, my next event on the calendar is actually very very recently opened as of last year it's a little kiosk but this little kiosk has fast turned from a kiosk into an event area okay because rather than just being a kiosk for sodas and uh, ice creams it's turned into the local bar in my little community but they also have held live music events there as well so this is what i I, this is the kiosky Platzi opening season. That that happens on the 4th, seems to be the, the, yes, the opening season the day, for everybody. Yeah. The, the 4th of June. And it's a bar and event centre. It's on Monakantia 850 in Ilomayoki. Uh, the local Monaka village kiosk, it opens its doors for the first time in the 2022 season. The kiosk is loaded about, located about halfway down that road. The road is a popular winding road for car, vintage car clubs and, and motorbike clubs and people who want a bit of definition and a bit of wind in their road as, as most of the roads in the Etelapohem or even in Finland They're in quite, general quite straight, are quite straight. Yeah. So a lot of motorbike riders and, and car cruisers like going down it and hence this is an absolute perfect location. Not only do they have... Um, not only do they have beer at a certain time in the afternoon, they're a licensed event. They've just installed a glass inner, uh, what would you call that? Like, like a, a cover sunroom yeah, area okay, okay. for those rainy days. They've got a, a deck outside. They're building a new deck. They have a car park off the, the road mm-hmm. where you can access. They even have toilets. Like their amenities for something that is supposed to only be a kiosk has really grown yeah, within the one many year. Kiosk could only have you know you get your food, you eat there, and then you leave. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, that's this it. This is somewhere you can this, go. And this sort is a this is a, a no. Well, this is a deck. They had they have a deck. 
they're building a new deck. They have a glass in area deck so that when the colder months come, they can heat it or if it's rainy, you can have it in there. They have a toilet on the end, which is rare. They have their own car park. They, they're licensed and they actually held a music, a mini music festival there last year. So nice. these guys are definitely worth going and having a look at, especially if you're one of them motorcycle riders who, who want a bit, bit of a, a whiny road to, to lean into or a nice, nice country road to cruise down because it's such a scenic drive through all the fields and all that out there. And it's perfectly situated halfway down the road. So, so what, what kind of, what sort of food and drinks are they selling? They yeah. sell everything. They were hot dogs last year. They had vegan hot dogs. They had, they had it's not just the makara. They were actually, they actually had a lot of stuff. They mm. got ice cream, beer. They, they have a lot more than a kiosk yeah. has. They're, they're more of a little cafe now rather than a kiosk, which is nice. And so they're not, they're not making that much profit. They're doing it more for the love of it. So definitely go down there and support them because mm. last year I was watching, I don't know what it was. Was it Euro, the Euros? Mm, maybe. We were watching the Euros of soccer in, in a little fielded area on a deck with the sun out and he put a TV out for us. Nice. And we were watching the Euros in soccer. So it's wonder, it was absolutely beautiful and you can't find anything like that anywhere mm. else. Because so even if you're even if you're just looking for somewhere different to go for a, a short drive, even though a, yeah. even a short drive nowadays costs quite a lot of money, of course. And, and fuel, but, but, but like it's... I said, Monakantir is over near on the way to Ulistaro. It's in Ilamayoki, yeah. but it's near Halkasari Turnoff. Uh, I think that it's generally pretty close to yeah. Sainioki. Yeah, so is, it, it's it out of town, but it's still in very close town to town and. But you mentioned before about the, the marking out about taking cash. What about at this at this place? This place here has a card machine. They're yeah. very, very sophisticated type setup. Like they just got new fridges and everything. I was just watching every time I drive past, because that's where I live. I live on Munakantir as well. Every time I drive past, I'd see like a new fridge or something going in. And now they're building a new deck out there. It just, they've put a lot of time and effort into this and it's only their second year of being mm, open. Mm. So they're really taking this seriously and it's picturesque and it is absolutely on a summer's night. It's beautiful. Yeah, you gave them a shout out last year. In one of the I gave them a so shout out. it's interesting but, to, but the to hear how it's changed. Yeah, but see, like I gave them a shout out, but I didn't know that they would turn their business from, from a, such a small insignificant kiosk into maybe possibly one of the, the areas go to summer, like it, a bucket list kind of area to go and ha check out because it's such a beautiful area. There's, there's such nice people. Ari, uh, Ari, the owner and the guy who runs it out there, he, he speaks English. There's, there's people who speak English out there. It's, it's nice. They, they get, it's good for the local, the local youth too because they, they actually get employed there. Mm. They get summer jobs there. So like they've done quite a, quite a service to the community out there. And it's definitely worth going out and checking. So checking it out. So yeah, definitely take your car, credit cards and again, possibly take some cash just in case the, the, the reception gets a bit spotty mm. on the machine. But, but they have cards and everything. And so they have quite a... Quite a good setup going on. Where can people find out more? So at the moment, the only place that I can find is they have their own Facebook page. Yeah. It's www.facebook.com slash forward slash kioski plusi. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Very good. Okay. My 
My last event today is Sauna Festerid 2022. And this is, um, well, it's a festival of mobile saunas. This is taking place at Ravindola Kalayarvi in Perasenioki from Friday the 10th to Sunday the 12th of June. It's been in my calendar for a few months because um, I was there three years ago. Mm. I've been waiting for this to come back. I've, made, I've just released a short um, Explore Finland podcast about this. So if you look at Finnish sauna festivals, um, you'll, find, you'll find that episode. Um, and this is a slice of real Finnish culture. Mm. Um, there will be a selection of mobile saunas, and these could be like converted camper vans, trucks. Um, I think last time there was like a fire engine that had been converted or a fire truck. Um, there are even saunas built onto the back of trailers so they can be towed around. And uh, there was even a sauna in a tent, which to me seemed quite dangerous, but the owner was, was very happy for me to, uh, to go in there and try it. Um, it's, it's free to visit and you can even try the saunas. This is the thing, it's like a participation thing. You're not just going to watch other people having fun. You can go in and use the, use the saunas. So take your swimwear and yeah, you know, just you can just have a you can just talk to the owners. They they enjoy sort of showing off their sounds. Speaking of speaking of weird saunas, if you if you look at we'll we'll link a, link up here somewhere. Uh, we went to Lapajärvi for the ice carousel. Well, you know, you think a tent is weird. They literally built an igloo and yeah, made yeah, that's a, true. He did, didn't he? Made a, made a little heat pump inside <laughs> a, a room when it's freezing, and then they had the little sauna inside a little igloo. So if you want to check that out, it, it's there'll be a little card up here somewhere, and a little card up here somewhere, and it'll uh, it'll link you to uh, uh, some yeah. weird little ice sauna. So. This, they, they really do have some weird yeah, they do. contraptions if, if, when it comes if, to sauna. Finns have got no, no limit to their imagination when it comes to building a, yeah, a sauna yeah, exactly. of some sort. This, um, this sauna fest that it 2022 is located next to the beach at Lake Kalajarvi. So you have all the facilities of Ravintola Kalajarvi, so the restaurant, bar, toilets and changing rooms. And if you get a bit overheated from the saunas, you can just go and dip in the lake, it's, it's awesome. Mm. Um, hopefully they'll have good weather. When we went there three years ago, there was a thunderstorm on its yeah, way, right. um, which was interesting, but it was, it was nice and warm and it was, it was good. And also this, this time in the evening, there will also be live music from a, a covers band called Rocking Group, and they'll be playing a selection of cover versions to keep the, the party swinging into the, mm. into the night. Um, it, as I said before, it's free to go to the sauna, Festerit. Um, it's six euros if you want to stay for the live music. That starts at ten thirty at night. Yep. And obviously, there's the there's the restaurant where you can buy food and food yeah. and drinks throughout throughout the day. Um, they, there isn't a website for this, but there's a, a link to a Facebook post where you can find the details. And also in the, our web in our blog post, we'll put the poster with all the details as well. Um, but there's also one other event at Kalayarvi that same weekend. Glenn and I went and, and recorded an episode um, of the Nordic Tourist Wild West of Finland podcast, which will be coming out soon. And we went to the um, SF Caravan Kalajärvi Caravan Park, and they had this Perakonti Kirpis, which is literally a, a car boot sale or flea market, and it's taking place at the same the same weekend. Yeah. So Friday 10th, Saturday the 11th, 
from nine until five. Um, guests at the caravan park can sell in front of their own caravans. And there'll also be places for non-guests to sell from their car boot as well. And it's, it's free of charge if you want to sell. Again, take some cash if you want to buy. Yeah. But it's, it was interesting when we went there because that place is bigger than we realised. Mm. And this will give you an opportunity to walk around, check out the site yeah. and, and see what people are selling from the, from the boots of their, yeah, there's, their there's cars. There's quite a lot of things happening in that. Yeah, that, for that sure. That Kali Mark Gailo, Keskos area. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. that's right. And, and it might be nice to take a break from all those saunas and swimming and go and <laughs> yeah. see if there's a, a bargain you can pick up. So, yeah. um, as I say, it's free to, free to go and t- check it out. Um, thanks to Baby for pointing this out to us and for welcoming us down there a, yeah. a, a little while ago. And there's a link to the, the Facebook event in the, in the blog post. So that's all for this episode. Thanks for joining us. Uh, please press the subscribe button wherever you found us. Remember, links to these uh, events are listed in the blog post. You'll find the, the link to the blog post in the description of, this po- of the podcast and the video descriptions. Yeah, that's right. Plus, all the details for the events that we've discussed today. The easiest place to find us is nordicexplorerproductions.com, where we have links to our previous episodes and our social media profiles. Also, we've just launched our Facebook page mm. for what's on southern Ostrobotnia. So find us there. Join the, join the crowd of people that are eagerly awaiting us publishing this episode, I guess. In the meantime, you can find me, Mark Wiltshire, or Explore Finland on Facebook or Instagram. And uh, me as the Nordic Tourist on YouTube and Instagram. We'd love to hear your thoughts about this show, and we'd also love to hear any events that you've got coming up in the Southern Ostrobotnia region. So reach out to us via our website or via the Facebook page. Um, but until the next episode, to all you Etelapokulize it, moro. Hey, pa. Mm-hmm.